With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, welcome to episode 28 of Hitting Off Podcast. As always, I am Matt Braun. joined here by Cooper Carlson. Hope to God this episode actually works. We've had uh, some interesting times with the audio, uh, and by interesting, I mean terrible, as uh, the past <laughs> few weeks, if you've noticed, we haven't posted, because every time we've recorded, I've thrown the track in Audacity, and it's unlistenable, which is fun. It's... Well, it's not fun, but <laughs> we're on episode 29, version 3. Let's see how it goes. But, oh boy, do we have a lot to talk about today. The Astros cheated. Did you know that? Spring what? training started, and the Gratterall trade you've all known about for three weeks is what we are going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the unfortunate side effects of uh, having an episode eaten like that is... You still have, like, important things that happen that you need to cover. But it's like, I mean, th- that gratterall Maeda trade, even though it lasted forever, uh, it's still been over for, like, how many days to this point? But we still need to talk about it because we officially haven't talked about it. Uh, <laughs> at least unofficially we have. It's just hasn't been posted. So, yeah, we'll be going over that. Uh, like Cooper said, so the <laughs> Astros stuff, which uh, there's a lot of, uh, bringing in spring training, the trade. Uh, we're going to start something. Literally, Cooper texted me 15 minutes before we started recording. Hey, do you want to do this? And I said, sure. Uh, predictions. Uh, so do you want to explain what your idea for this was? Yes. So uh, just, um, as I said, there's like another question we got that we'll talk about later on Twitter. Three now. But yeah, um, basically we each, every week, just make one prediction for the season for MLB or Minnesota Twins. Or, you know, anything. You can do what you want. I don't care. And then we're going to – it can't, you know, just be like, um, Luis Arise will bat 250 this year. It's got, you know, something at least slightly controversial, of course, that can be argued. I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm assuming you do. And then we'll track those throughout the season. And then periodically we'll – I'll let you know who's winning and losing. And hopefully it's not a complete blowout because that would just be boring. But – yeah, should be fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the end goal of this is to see how much egg we both can get on our face with just <laughs> right. the most ridiculous shit, and then just looking back a few months later, it's like, wow, that, that was terrible. <laughs> Why didn't right. say that? Oh, it's going to be great. Like, oh, it's, yeah, should be fun, because never, you never know. I don't know what we'll be predicting, because never know what will be happening four weeks from now, so it'll be fun each week. Yeah, it's well, it's funny you mention that, because... Uh, I have occasionally done, like, preseason predictions. This is for something else. I've never, like, posted this to Twitter. Sure. And, like, uh, so this was last year. Just to give you a taste of some of the stuff I said. I said Cardinals win the NL Central, <laughs> uh, which they did, didn't they? I think. Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. Who else is yeah, in the division? They did. I forget. I said, uh, yeah, I said uh, the Phillies will miss the playoffs, which was correct. said the Nationals will have a better year without Harper and win the division, which was uh, – not wow. correct, because they played the wild card game. Um, but they did have a better year, and they won the World Series, which yeah, I assume they'll Yeah, that's a pretty good year. Uh, after that, it falls off. I said, James Paxton, A.L. Cy Young. Oh, no. Um, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> oh, God. And I'll rookie of the year, Nick Senzel. Nope. I said, Padres still suck. Well, well that, that one worked. <laughs> uh, anyways, that kind of stuff. This is This is just to, like, Get a general gauge on the level of shit posting. I'm probably gonna do as far oh, as yeah. Goes. No, that's fine. Uh, Padres still suck is just an evergreen tweet at this point. It's just, I mean, it's just gonna happen. There's nothing you can do about it. It's just you know whoever whatever they do, whoever they get, it's not gonna go well. They're just <laughs> perpetually rearranging decks. Uh, 
shit, I messed it up. Uh, perpetually rearranging chairs on the Titanic. <laughs> or I thought, like, right, yeah. Just, yeah, go on, I was going to say something, but... No, it's just, they make, like, a million moves in the offseason and then win, like, two more <laughs> games. And then they're like, okay, but next year, next year is our, next year, guys, listen to us. Next year, it's like, you know, fool me once, fool me twice, fool me, like, eight times, like, I'm not buying it. You have Eric Cosmer as your everyday first baseman, like, oof. Out of here. Uh, yeah, I saw a tweet, it was, like, from 2010 until now, the leader in war for the Padres is at, like, 17, which is what Mike Trout will put up in a season and a half, and it was, like, <laughs> some... Name a Padre that you know. Just it was just some random Padre. Like was how it, was, was he it winning? Chase Headley. Yes, Chase Headley was winning. Oh my winning god! Over the last decade, I should get credit for calling that right. Like that's... I, I, I think it was him. I remember he was in like the top three at least. So I'm just gonna yeah. Pulled Go Chase mother effing Headley out of my <laughs> That is impressive. Well, he was the leader in war, so he's obviously pretty good, right? I mean, come on. Well, before we turn into a Padres podcast, let's actually get on with the rest of this. Because um, no one would listen to a Padres podcast, even Padres uh, fans. God, I, Lord knows I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so after predictions, we'll do fan questions. It's a question mark because we posted it 10 minutes before. We're on top of things. Uh, we have actual stuff in our other topics, which is nice. Uh, prospects, Royce Lewis got big, insert eyeball emoji. Uh, this is why I don't let Cooper edit the notes. I do them. And then looking ahead, in all caps, baseball games. Lovely. Yes, that is true. It is true. It, you got me there. So, first and foremost, let it start at the top. There's a whole lot of shit going on about the Astros. Like, a whole lot of stuff. Now, I, I'm, I'm going to assume you, the smart baseball fan, Yes. Uh, is aware of the Astros scandal, the cheating scandal, the banging on trash cans, the code breaker, like, sci-fi evil bad guy shit that's coming out. And, well, what everyone's big mad about most recently has been um, Rob Manfred's uh, reaction to it, his not public. It was weird because it wasn't shown on OMB Network, but he gave, uh, like, a public address thing regarding it. And it was just a mess. It was, like, the worst thing ever. Uh, yeah, it was just him uh, cracking jokes the whole time at reporters and taking offense to the fact that, wait a minute, why are they? Why won't they stop asking me about this and ask about other things? It was just, yeah, it was a mess. It was, like, he was just smug the whole time. He obviously doesn't care. He Like, he's fine with what he did. He's bad at his job. He's not doing it well. No one likes him at all. It's I don't know what he's here for. Maybe just... I, I'm not even going to try to pretend I know why he's got the job still because everyone hates him, and I mean, which is strong, but, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, it was just a really bad press conference. He was just smug the whole time and just act like, you know, I did what I did. What are you? I'm not going to change anything, so what are you asking me these questions for? It was just annoying. Well, the, the thing I have to point out and the thing I think people have to consider is just imagine – you know, you know Twitter. We all know Twitter. Uh, you as a listener, you probably have Twitter. Absolutely no one on Twitter can ever agree on anything. Like, <laughs> I could say, I think ice cream is good. And then other people be like, what, you hate cake? F you. <laughs> and it's like, so understanding that and knowing that, and then, you know, thinking to the Manfred thing and then realizing literally the entire Twitter feed was just like, this guy is an asshole. Like, you have to be a next level douchebag. To get everyone to think that you're an asshole. That is a, a level, you know, people have not come together like this for anything ever. It's, like, ridiculous. Yeah, I remember seeing your tweet of that, and yeah, I guess I didn't think of it as much then, but you're right, that's just, because ne- even the assholes thing, you'll get people going, well, it, you know, it, how it, who cares? It's just hitting a trash can didn't do much. Rob Manfred goes and says one word. It's like, okay, fire him. What was that? Are you kidding me? And it's you're right. Everyone agrees that he's just bad. Maybe he's just here to handle some year-long lockout that's upcoming, which would suck, obviously, if that happens. But, hey, here we are. Yeah, well, it's – I think what's annoying people the most, or at least it's annoying me, has not just been the, the fact that the cheating happened. It's been the reaction to it. 
not only by MLB, but by the Astros players themselves, because all of their apologies have just been absolute jokes, like complete non-apologies. The only people that are actually having good apologies and only worth the team, like Marvin Gonzalez and Charlie Morton, uh, Will Harris, all of those guys are actually like, yeah, shit was messed up. But everyone, everyone on the team still kind of like in this half-denial mode where it's like, dude, we know what happened. Like, Carlos Correa just lied to Ken Rosenthal the other day, like, straight to his face, and then well, Rosenthal called him out. It's, didn't didn't Correa at first have, like, a sincere apology, or was that someone else? Like, Yeah, no, he yeah, did, right? right. Okay. Yeah. And now he's just, you know, going off. He's, like, mad at Cody Bellinger for saying the Astros don't deserve their title. It's like, well, he's right. I mean, you didn't win it fairly, did you? <laughs> what are you mad about here? Ugh. I don't yeah. get it. Yeah, he was like, don't speak unless you know the facts. And it's like, well, <laughs> right. Joe, what are the facts? Then? Exactly. Uh, well, please allow us, you know, let us know what's happening. Uh, but I think I think the peak of this was today when, I, and I wasn't expecting this at all, but Mike Trout, of all people, came out <laughs> and talked about it and basically hit him with the, I'm not mad, I'm disappointed, which is like, if Mike Trout says he's disappointed in you, <laughs> man... You got yeah. Here it was uh, they cheated. I don't agree with the punishment. I lost respect for some of these guys. It's like man, you lost Mike Trout's respect. That's sad. Right. He was like, yeah, I'm actually a good friends with a lot of them, but he was he just was like, yep, and but not anymore because they cheated. And he, maybe even heck, Joe Mauer might have even had a comment on this. I don't want to go too far with that, but oh, uh, yeah, I know. Hot take. <laughs> but I, I think he actually did at one point, but it was you know just don't do that. But yeah, it's just I I hate the situation, and but the thing is, it's not going to go away. The Astros are going to lead the league and hit by pitches, and they're going to get all mad about it, and then they're going to use the uh, "Oh, everyone's against us" slogan and like motivation, and go to the playoffs and go. Well, we against all odds. Yeah, it's going to be and insane. Jose Altuve is going to get another bad tattoo, and then uh, <laughs> that oh, it, I hate it all. I'm tired of it. It's a, and I want I want it to be known that at the, the the second the punishment was handed down, I was on the this punishment sucks train, and everyone hated me for it. it was like Matt, you're too soft. We're like Matt, what the hell, man? <laughs> and now everyone's like, no, they didn't punish him hard enough. I'm like, where was this energy like a month ago? Come on. Yeah, I wasn't on board with punishing the players because I don't know how you, you know, who do you have selected. Punish. It's, are we Twins going to lose Marwin Gonzalez? Or you just say, all right, Bregman, take the hit for the team. But now it's because they deserve more than what they got. They're going to lose a couple draft picks. It's not going to do anything. Five million is way less than they made throughout that entire season. Uh, AJ, you know, uh, they just let AJ Hinch and Loon Howe take the fall for everything pretty much. And uh, players are getting off with immunity because they apparently didn't lie about anything. Rob Manfred says they didn't use buzzers because they were honest about other years. So, yeah. if there's anyone you want to trust, it's the Astros, obviously. So, it's pretty well, good. Yeah, that was just the dumbest. It's, I think Manfred might actually be the dumbest person ever if that's if he actually <laughs> believes that. Uh, now, this this was something I'm thinking about, and this is the last thing I want to say because we got to move on sure. to stuff. But uh, I, I was kind of toying around in my head with the punishment because, like you said, it is tough to punish the players, because to what degree they were involved, it's hard to tell. And even if you look at the raw data of, like, whether or not they used it, you still have to consider whether they're passive bystanders and letting this happen. Um, and I think the only player that actually didn't have any uh, trash can hits was Tony Kemp, of all people, mm-hmm. which, shout out to Tony Kemp, have some morality. Um, anyways, uh, what I was thinking as far as punishment goes, because I think what you need to do is you need to, like, Basically, kind of strangle the franchise. I guess strangle is a tough, that's a hard word to use. But, like, really, you know, just just suck them dry of, like, resources. And so, uh, you know, take away international bonus money is what I would do. Uh, I'd ban them from the playoffs for, I don't know, two, three years. Uh, you know, say, all right, your season's pointless. Screw you guys. Um, and then I would look into kind of what uh, the Braves had to do with their international bonus shenanigans uh, from a few years ago, if you remember that, where mm-hmm. uh, I'd start cutting prospects, turn them into free agents. Guys that aren't on the 40-man roster would be like, all right, Forrest Whitley, you're a free agent now. Sorry, and the Astros can't sign you back. 
Like that that's the kind of stuff where it's like you gotta really, you know, punish them, you know, make them hurt. They've barely been punished at all. It's a joke. Yeah, and I guess I agree that I honestly don't know if I would not let them play in the playoffs just because that, I don't know. Because that's just, they're playing a season that has nothing to do with anyone. It's just pointless games at that point. I mean. Cool. Sucks for them. Yeah, it does, obviously. I mean, it's kind of boring, though. Should have thought about that before you cheated. I don't know. (laughs) I guess. I mean, I'm fine with doing everything else, getting taking away their prospects, uh, I don't know, just removing assets, I guess, like you said. Everyone that kind of orchestrated that is obviously still on the team because Hinch didn't like it, but he didn't do anything about it except smash a television or something. I didn't really look into that much because yeah. that was just weird. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, would you strip the World Series title? Because I also would not do that. I absolutely would strip it. Yeah? Absolutely. <laughs> You need to let – all right, you, you did see the other day that uh, there was that one soccer team that literally got banned from the league for two years. <laughs> like, that's an actual punishment. This is – it's an absolute joke what they've gotten away with. I agree, but then I also am not in favor of things like not letting them play in the playoffs or stripping the World Series title. I'm fine with putting an asterisk next to their name on the World Series title, I guess, but then it just seems if you take it away that – the entirety of 2017 was just pointless. I don't know. I just say let them keep the trophy and whatever, but obviously everyone knows it's tainted, so. We're going to put an asterisk there. Why not just take it away? Because, I mean, at least it still says that someone won that year. and that, that, but they you know, did. They cheated to get there. Well, the other 29 should have. Just kidding. No. Um, <laughs> everyone else should have cheated to catch up. That's not. Uh, I. I disagree, but I also don't have anything to really back up my claims, so... <laughs> You've gone soft. You've gone soft on me. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to back it up, but I can't do it. I just don't like the idea of no one winning a World Series that year. It just seems odd. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not in favor of like giving it to the Dodgers retroactively no, or anything no. like that. That's just a terrible precedent but uh, I'm fully on board with having a season that didn't mean anything because they should have thought about that before they cheated, uh, which is kind of the point I'm getting back at. But we've been on this topic for too long. Let's move on. So we have the beginning of spring training. Pitchers and catchers reported. Position players have reported. And we got workouts going. And it's like like the beginning of spring. Like you see the flowers, like, starting to, like, come out of the ground. It's like – it hasn't quite hit its stride, but you can see the beginnings of it, and it's beautiful. Right. And then I look out my window, and I see uh, all those flowers out there. No, there's it just snowed a foot last night. It It's insane. But, yeah. Hey, I'm, oh, yeah, right. I'm in the high 40s over here. I'm big living. Are you serious? Oh, oh that's insane. Beautiful. It was 30, but we got, like, a foot of snow. It's like, pick your poison here. You want snow or you want cold? Because 30 here is, like, summer at this point. So that was nice, but... Hard to walk. Anyway, yeah, you're right. Workouts are getting going, and everyone's apparently in the best shape of their lives. Are, what about you, Matt? Did you get in the best shape of your life for spring training this year? I am absolutely <laughs> not in the best shape of my life. I can guarantee that. Oh, well, you're no Williams Astadio, Miguel Sano, or Zedek. Those are the two that were candidates this year, I think. <laughs> professional athlete? This is news. Oh, yeah, they're in... Uh, quite good shape for spring training because, as you may have noticed, Williams, Estadio, and Miguel Snow at one point were not in very good shape. So they've done it. They've, well, so allegedly, I don't know about Estadio. He just had to like lose five pounds of his really chubby, no muscle, all fat. <laughs> there you go. I was gonna say like best shape of your life. Like, like if, yeah. if they say, yeah, if they say Williams Osteo came in best shape of his life, it'd be like, all right, I can see that. If they came in like Mike Trout is in the best shape of his life, I'd be like, holy shit, what? <laughs> what was he doing? Because Williams Osteo best shape of his life doesn't even mean he's in shape. It just means he's looking better than the pudgy guy he was last year, I guess. So yeah, good for him. Miguel Sano though is a tank. He's hitting fifty this year. Uh, well, save your predictions for later. That's a. Uh, I'm not saying. Uh, <laughs> that's a. 
Flitter content, dude. <laughs> My bad. All right, well. So, spring training, uh, I believe the first uh, game, which will be an exhibition. Well, they're all exhibition games, but the first one is always an exhibition against the uh, Minnesota Gophers baseball team, and that will be on Friday. Uh, Randy Dobnak will be starting that game. Uh, I can tell you right now, every other position player is going to be like some minor league backup. It's never the starters, so don't get your hopes up. But it's like it's still baseball. It's like a, it's like a nice pre-dose. Yeah, and I don't think they air the first two anyway. So you'll get to follow along on the at bat app that doesn't even run that well in spring training because it's spring training. You'll get an update every like seven minutes of a pitch that happened or something. It'll be great. Yeah, <laughs> at bat during spring training is just. Ghetto. It it never works right. It's <laughs> and it'll be thing. like we know we know prospects, right? I mean, like we're pretty pretty in there, but it'll be guys even we've never heard of just playing center field. Like who in the heck is this? <laughs> like you're making that name up. That's not real. <laughs> you just auto generated that name, <laughs> right? And but it'll be great fun when everyone. Uh, it's I'm excited. Spring training, you'll. Because all the pitchers will do really bad statistically because they're all just throwing fastballs trying to hit their spot, and we'll all overreact to it anyway. And it'll be great. It'll be great fun. Yeah, I remember, uh, man, even just thinking about the last year, does, uh, who were who the spring training like legends from last year? Oh, yeah, uh, Ryan Harper, definitely. Oh, there was another bullpen guy, like a curve. Uh, it was, I don't remember his name, but he was the guy that everyone was going, might make the roster, but, you know. Young Hill Park had a spring training that made us all go, why won't they call him up? And then they released him or something. Well, don't don't remind me of Young Hill Park. <laughs> no, to go there. We we have we had a nice mood going. Everything was nice and jovial. And then you got to bring in the tragedy of Young Hill Park. I uh, I hand you a Siyoshi and Ishioka. All right, I'm just gonna move on from here. So. Uh, <laughs> Next thing, as we've said, this happened like a million years ago, but we still got to talk about it. The Kenta Maeda for Bruce Dargaratterall trade is completed. Maeda's down in Fort Myers. He's thrown bullpens, so he's officially a twin at this point. No need to worry about that. Uh, the Dodgers aren't going to do take-backsies at this point. You can't do that. So it's officially official. And we both agreed, I think most people have come around at this point, that this is a very good deal for the Twins. Uh, it's a nice... You know, starting to put your chips in, kind of really emphasizing the near future uh, rather than a few years down the road and making this deal. And it's always nice getting another really good starting pitcher. Uh, yeah, and one note, I think I know why they made this deal. Um, Homer Bailey was slated to start the home opener. <laughs> this moves him down. Kenta Maeda should be... They knew they weren't going to get many fans with that going, but now they have a very, really solid, you know, everyone likes to describe him as above average, or above to just barely above average starter. No, he's he's really good. I mean, he's been just like, you know, take Barrios' entire career, and that's what Ken Somaita has kind of been over that same stretch, so he's not, like, he's, if he's your number three, I think you're doing all right, and the Twins are doing all right now, so they still don't have that, uh, Garrett Cole, and they never will, but maybe, you know, someone like him, like a uh, Syndergaard at some point near the deadline, but oh. they've got Barrios, oh, okay, that, I'm not even, oh. that's just like, that's just a name oh. compared to, <laughs> slow roller, buckaroo, oh, calm man. down now, okay, just, you know, someone like him, a starter, I'm not saying they will, but Barrios, Odorizzi, Maeda with Hill and Pineda waiting in the wings, and uh, Bailey as a wild card to open the season is really good. Notice how I threw Bailey in there just for you. We're just talking about Kenta Maeda, and you threw Noah Syndergaard in there like it wasn't even a thing. Just, you know, pitcher like him that the Twins could go get at the deadline. It won't be Syndergaard because the Mets are going to the playoffs this year. I love the Mets. They're a fun team. <laughs> I don't even – I'm just going to ignore you said that. But I, Last year, I predicted that the Mets would – go to the NLCS in like after they acquired Strowman on this podcast. So, yikes. Yeah, but you were hating the Mets because they acquired Strowman. You are just like, man, screw these right. guys. I was angry at them, but I was like, this is a really good rotation, and then they have some bats, and then they, you know, miss the playoffs entirely. So, that felt well, short. Unfortunately, you also still have to use your bullpen, which is where they get in the trouble. Ah. 
<laughs> Seth Lugo couldn't pitch every single inning for them. Yeah, oh, they certainly tried. They certainly tried. What do you mean? They're going to be running in with, like, Rick Porcello as the number five, and it's like, in the year 2020, that's what we're doing? Okay. Good luck. <laughs> well, I mean, we were, we're running in with Homer Bailey as our number four, so who's the real loser here? Wait, are you dissing on your boy now? I honestly I go back and forth because it's so easy to make fun of him, but I also think he might probably be good. So, it, you know, it's fun. <laughs> a weird relationship that's going on here. It I is. Make. But <laughs> anyway, I, to get to some semblance of a point, uh, <sighs> Maeda, like you said, he serves a good purpose to uh, – I think he brings up uh, your floor probably without raising the ceiling of your starting rotation too much. I don't think he's going to, like, break through and throw under, like, a three ERA. Like, he kind of is what he is at this point, which isn't a bad thing because he's still a very good starting pitcher. Uh, he's very reliable. Um, he's been durable throughout his entire career. You know, you can bet on him for 150, 160 innings, which for starting pitchers in these days, that's kind of rare. Uh, so that'll be nice. Yeah, as you said, you can slot him in. You got Pineda, you got Odorizzi, you got a nice bunch of guys, none of whom will probably shoot you in the foot, uh, but also none of whom will kind of go out there and be your ace outside of the occasional time Jose Brios goes seven or eight or nine innings. Um, so, uh, but, you know, make a long story short, the rotation's in a much better place than it was, say, uh, a month ago when everything was on fire and we had, like, three starting pitchers. Yeah, suddenly the Twins have Barrios, Odorizzi, Maeda, Bailey, Dobnak, Chassin, Thorpe, Smeltzer. And this is with guys like Bel- Be- Belazov. He said his name. I, I was all in on Belazovich. I love that, that pronunciation. But it's Bel- Belazovic, and I don't. I don't like it, but I've got to say it because that's his name. With Bolazovic and Duran waiting in the wings. So it's went from, you know, just Jose Barrios to all that depth. So good job. Yeah, that, that was the funniest thing at the beginning of the offseason where it's like the starting rotation is quite literally <laughs> just Jose Barrios. Right. Oh, that was without even mentioning Pineda and Hill, too. Like, they have depth. So they have so much depth. It's, it's just weird how this happened. Yeah. It's nice. You can never have too much starting right. rotation depth, which is, uh, I think, a thing they learned last year uh, during the back half of the season when Kyle Gibson and Martin Perez broke down, and then we're like, oh, no. Now what's right? And then Pineda got suspended, and then we're like, well, uh, uh. So <laughs> seems like they've learned some lessons. We got uh, veterans in there, a good mix of veterans and guys who uh, had some experience last year, so not coming in as complete rookies like Dob Thorpe. So should work out. Should be nice. Uh, I guess we can move into predictions, make some uh, the hottest of hot takes. Do you want to start? you want me to start? Yeah, I'll start, and I'll be keeping track of these, and every week I'll update you if any, you know, expired or are um, still going or whatever. I, but, yeah. I'm sure I won't be uh, annoyingly updated whenever I'm wrong, but all right, go ahead. <laughs> all right, so this is the controversy. Who will be the number five starter? I don't know if this is – Bold or I don't like it. I think it's you know everyone has kind of an equal shot. I'm going with Ju, Ju, your guy Jaliz Chasin. I don't know why I said your guy just because you knew how I pronounced him more than me last week. That's why he's your guy now. I'm saying to open the season, he will be the Twins' uh, fifth starter. Lewis Thorpe, Dobnek, and Smelter will all be in the minor leagues. So that's mine. All right, a solid take. A solid take. Uh, yes. Thank you for giving, uh, giving me my credit on name pronunciation. I take great pride in being able to pronounce these names correctly. I'm really bad at it, so you better be good at it. <laughs> well, I think I am. So, uh, let's say predictions. Hot take. You ready, you ready for this? I am so ready. All right. Jordan Balazovic will be in the starting rotation by August. Wow. In just, like... Is this just like a spot start, or is it like, is that, I don't think, does that matter? Do we need clarification? You will be in the starting rotation wow. by August. That is the exact wording I'm going to go with. Belazovic will be in, oh gosh, I said it wrong again. Bel, Bel, hmm. Jordan will, Jordy B will be in the rotation Jordan, Jordan by what? August. <laughs> Jordy, yes. Jordan in the geek column, so. Right, I, yeah, I got it. But he will be in the rotation by August. I have Chastain will be the fifth starter on opening day. 
Yours is a lot more exciting. <laughs> Mine will also take a lot longer to finally. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll have, I'll have a lot that go at the end of the season. So yeah, yeah. I like it though. I can't. I'm totally gonna forget about this take, and then like randomly I'll wake up to getting added on Twitter, and then you'll just be like, "Look how dumb Matt was." <laughs> yeah, I did say that, didn't I? Uh, as I mean, I'll probably only say these on the podcast, so we can keep, so people will listen to hear these predictions, of course, because that obviously will. I'll advertise them well, of course. Hey, look at Matt said. <laughs> you can't get this unless you li- listen to us. That's all you got to do. Yeah, that sounds more like a threat than anything. <laughs> right. Uh, well, uh, I like it. That was a good segment we got there. Zesty takes. Yeah, it's it's better than. Oh God, we had some weird stuff last yes, year. Yes, we did. Nicknames went a couple months. Oh, the nicknames. How did? How could I have forgotten the nicknames? Yikes. Nickname, although uh, my favorite was, did Martin Perez do his job? That was that, a good one. And the answer was, was a consistent no. It was yes for, like, one week when we introduced it, but, yeah, most of the time it was no. It was no for you every week. I'd give him the benefit of the doubt when he'd go six and give up three, but you'd just go, no, no, he is no. not, no, and it was really he, funny. He'd go, like, six and then, like, walk more than he struck out. I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> walk so, five, strike out one, give up two runs. Yeah. I'm like, this is such a Martin pre-. And then, like, his only good start in the second half was the one game we went to. I'm like, of course. Of course. Oh, right. uh, <laughs> Right. Whatever. So I believe we got fan questions. Somehow we got some questions, despite literally putting this up at the last minute. So shout out to you guys. Uh, and by you guys, I mean just Cody Perkle. Uh <laughs> So I guess we can go in. As, this is kind of something you already brought up, but I guess we can talk about it a little bit more. So his first question, uh, your preference for the fifth rotation spot and assumed a final bullpen spot. I figured I'd help you guys give some content since nothing else is going on in baseball at the moment, so thank you. Uh, your preference... Or well, now I should ask you a question. You should clarify: Is that your preference, or is that your prediction? Because those are two different things. Right. It is absolutely not my preference. I would. Uh, I really want my preference is Lewis Thorpe. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be good this year. Like number three type numbers. I don't know how you clarify that or even you know quantify that at all. But I can say it and be right by saying that. So I think Lewis Thorpe will have a good season, and I would much rather see him than Chasin, who I think. I mean, he could be fine, I guess, but I don't know. Lewis Thorpe for me. And that rotation would be Barrios, Arizzi, Maeda, Bailey, Thorpe, hopefully. Bullpen is interesting. It's Okay, so you think there will be, with the new 26-man roster, what do you think, eight or nine bullpen spots? Well, so pitchers are limited. Is it 13 pitchers? Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? I believe. Okay. Yeah, which would give you, yeah, which would give you eight guys in the bullpen. Okay, so I've got basically seven locks. Taylor Rogers, Tyler Duffy, Trevor May, Tyler Clippard, Sergio Romo, Zach Littell, Cody Stashak with Matt Whistler, Fernando Romero, uh, one of the fifth starters like Dobnak, Thorpe Smeltzer, or, you know, maybe even Sean Poppin will sneak in there. Who knows? Those are my options for that final oh spot. God. I cannot wait. Hopefully his starts are televised for spring training so I can just have the time of my life. Get get on with it. What are you saying? I like Sean Poppin. He's not my pick. I don't. Oh, wait, preference. Wow, I didn't even consider that. I don't even. It's fun. Maybe it would be. Screw it. Sean Poppin's my preference for that final bullpen spot. Good lord. That was. (laughs) That was an anxiety. Like, if I wasn't chilling right now, I'd just be going insane with how much anxiety you gave me after. Okay, to be fair, Fernando Romero was my original preference because I think. Is he out of options, or does he have the weird like uh, fifth or the weird thing where he just gets another year for some reason? I believe he does, only because I think I saw Seth tweet it out once, and I'm right. thinking that is gospel. Okay, I Sean. I mean, I like Sean Poppin, but if I was to be realistic here, it won't be him. It comes down to Wizzler Romero, and I'd probably go Romero because I think Wizzler is just last year's uh, Ryan Harper. Got one pitch, hitters will figure it out eventually. And so I'd like to see Romero get a shot again. All right. Uh, I can't hear Fernando Romero's name without thinking of the song Fernando by ABBA. And it's just. I, I hope you're like. There's a 0% chance you've heard of that song. I'm calling <laughs> you out on that shit right now. No, that's but, definitely true. You're right. Yeah. Oh, you're a great liar. I appreciate it. What? I said you were right. 
Well, yeah. I'm, well, yeah. So, never mind. Never mind. All oh, right, whatever. Yeah, because c- you lied at first when you laughed at. Never mind. I'll just get on with it. So, I, was just, I was just laughing at you know just because you're. It was just strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who mentions ABBA just casually? <laughs> right. I was listening to that song today, so that's why I thought of it. Ah. Uh, I and see, I wish I could like put that kind of music like in these recordings. Like I don't want to get hit with a copyright strike, sure, so sure. I just do the the copyright free stuff from YouTube, which is a shame because I would I would totally drop some weird shit. I had play some <laughs> weird shit. Trust me, if I had the ability to. But let's get on with it. So my preference for the fifth rotation spot, I think my preference would probably be Randy Dobnak. because I just I don't know. I really like him. I think he's got a good command. I think he has good pitchability. However you would define that as, it's just kind of like when he's up there and he's on the mound. It feels like he knows what he's doing, which some guys, it feels like they don't. So uh, I, I like that about him. And uh, assumed a final bullpen spot. I'm going to go against Romero. I'm going to say Whistler uh, just because I think he has we has a bit more success at the major league level than Romero, which isn't saying much, but that might give him a leg up uh, just because they're probably going to be looking for more guarantees than, like, Potential at this point, uh, but that's obviously the speculation. Um, personally, sure, I yeah. to Whistler, but I mean, honestly, I'm not going to lose sleep if it goes to Romero or someone else. This isn't some. I'm, this isn't the hill I'm going to die on. <laughs> to be honest, like this is yeah one of the few position battles that'll actually like hold weight in spring training. It sucks having a really good team because we don't have much to actually watch <laughs> for this spring. But yeah, Romero, Whistler, others that I mentioned will be competing for a bullpen spot. Well, I mean, usually it's, you know, four guys competing for, like, four spots, but, nope, got seven lock. You consider Stasek a lock? I assume you do. I, I he's got to be at this point, I think. Right, I, yeah, after what he did last year. Uh, but, yeah, so then it'll be Whistler, Romero, and or, you know, whoever doesn't crack the rotation fighting for that spot. It'll be an interesting to watch. Just, mm-hmm. like, the last bench spot will also be a battle. Oh, I can't wait to find out who gets it. <laughs> Exciting stuff. Can't right. Wait. All right, so, uh. Second question from Cody, uh, your favorite to uh, come up and at least back up corner outfield if Buxton doesn't open the season healthy. Uh, so I'm going to assume for this purpose that Jake Cave is assumed yeah. to already be on the roster. Uh, I don't think. Uh, yeah, no, I did that too. Uh, I don't think it's a hot take. So beyond that, probably going to be Lamont Wade, which I'm fine with. I like Wade. I think he's neat. That's all I have to say. Oh, uh, yeah, I put Wade, too, but I figured you'd also put him, so Shocker. just a second guy, best option. I mean, it won't be Kirloff or Larnick to open the season. I obviously, I don't think that's hot take or anything. So, I, you know, Brent Rooker, he had a fine year last year. He's still, you might want to watch out because he strikes out a lot, and uh, we know how that goes with guys. They often hit 34 home runs in a season. Wait. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, wait but, yeah, Brent Rooker, he's interesting. He can, his defense is questionable out there, but, you know, he, he wouldn't be an everyday guy, and he can hit a bomb or 17 in a season, so, yeah, I, I, it'd be it'd be Lamont Wade, I think that's the obvious answer, but there's an interesting one to watch out for, I guess. Yeah, because uh, I think the early estimates, at least when Buxton surgery happened, was that he might miss opening day, and we've had some updates, you know, he's been swinging in cages. Uh, but nothing's like we have no hard schedule on like when he's going to play, when he's going to uh, be in a game that matters. So we don't know at this point. might become more clear in the next few weeks, but we just don't know right now. So let's see our last question, uh, which is I don't know how to interpret this, to be honest. Um, so we have shout-out to Gandalf at Gandalf Twins. Outstanding stuff. Uh, spring training surprises, which – I mean, that's the entirety of the question right there, by the way. Uh, spring training surprises, that sounds kind of like a mixed drink, to be honest. Is it, like, players? I mean, I'm assuming it's, you know, players being expected surprises. Like, will there just be some crazy things going on that no one sees? You know, I don't even know, really. Will Jake Odorizzi just get really mad at Josh Donaldson? There will be some crazy fight to break out. Surprise. I don't, that's my, that's my I, prediction. I think this is supposed to be more in line of with uh, the sire of Fort Myers thing that Tom does. Oh, uh, sure. 
So, like, like last year's rent, like the guy who, like, kind of what we were just talking about, actually wins the positional battle, uh, who we weren't expecting. So, like, two years ago was Ryan Lamar. Last year was Ryan Harper. I guess it has to be named Ryan, now that I'm saying that. Uh, so, shout out to uh, Ryan Garten. Congrats. You Ooh. just made the 40. <laughs> You're on the four. See, the thing about that this year is I can't imagine there's someone that's going to surprise us because, like, how could there be? I mean, they have, like, 23 of the 25 spots locked up, and we know who's fighting for the other spots, it seems like. Surprises would be like, oh, Matt Whistler, he did it. Okay. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with something kind of kind of along the lines of what you said. Just because I think this is actually plausible, I think Josh Donaldson's going to fight with Eddie Rosario just because oh, Rosario sure. won't take this number. Yeah, you think there's controversy going on right now? Because Rosario's like, yeah, I'm, no, I'm the face of this franchise here, Josh. I don't know what you're thinking. It's like, nope, I, Eddie, everyone actually uh, doesn't like you. <laughs> yeah, I think on the outside, like, Donaldson's like, whatever, it's just a number, it's fine. But on the inside, he's like, screw this guy, I can't believe this shit. I got to work 24 months, a dumb number. Right, yeah. Like he's just well, he's, he's just like, calling Derek Falvey. He's just like, please trade this guy. Get this guy out of here. I want him gone. Clause in his contract is have to trade Eddie Rosario. Yeah, yeah. So that's there's my take. It's definitely real. That, that's yeah. Surprises, spring training surprises. I like it. I think we answered that well. Yeah, I don't know how else to answer it. So uh, one of the last things we got here. Uh, it was announced the other day by Dan Hayes, Royce Lewis gained 25 pounds over the offseason, which I remember my freshman 15, so shout out to Royce Lewis. Um, wow, okay. I didn't even get a laugh for that one. Um, oh, oh, wait, so, oh, I was, sorry, say it again. I That is I, on me. <laughs> I'm so I, sorry. Too ashamed, I'm too ashamed to say it again. You so. have to say it again. I, I will I'm not, I'm, I, 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 I've been laughing this entire podcast. You have to say it. I'm not saying anything. Uh, Man. So all I'm going to say regarding this, and I think I mentioned this in a different episode, is I'm always confused when it comes to, like, the weight gain and weight loss stuff because it seems like both are equally celebrated. Like, <laughs> like you feel – so, like, Roy, it's, uh, Royce Lewis puts on 25 pounds. And like, oh, that's a good thing. But then, like, another player loses 25 pounds. Like, oh, that's a good thing. And I'm like, what's the con- – I don't well, get it. I mean – Look I'm at confused. Royce Lewis and look at Miguel Sano, who those two examples were used for. Okay. The body yeah. types of those two players are quite yeah, okay. different. If Miguel Sano shows up with 25 extra pounds, now you're like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> what kind of offensive lineman diet were you on? Like, It'll be like, uh, you know, my 2018 Miguel Sano diet. And we'll all go, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, but obviously, but then something like Mike Trout gained eight pounds. I'm like, cool? Right. Yeah, I, I guess. Like, I get that. Is that a... I don't know what to do with that information. <laughs> I thought you were going, the marker is 25 pounds or more, which is also, that, how do you gain 25, like, okay, how do you gain 25 pounds and have it be healthy, I guess? Is it literally just eating raw eggs and nothing else? <laughs> None of it's muscle at all. He's just like, he's just got a gut now and everyone's, wow, Royce Lewis. He got a beer gut, yeah. <laughs> gain 25 pounds, now he'll hit tanks. No, I think it. You know, it's obviously it was like the Bucks one last year. It was like gain twenty five pounds for as gain twenty five pounds of padding for when he runs into the wall is what I remember. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Yeah, sure. That didn't help. He still got injured. Oh. Well. Maybe. Well, hopefully twenty five more. No, I don't know. Twenty five. <laughs> it's, it's like the, the song by the Proclaimers. Just I would put on twenty five pounds, and I put on twenty five more, just to be the man. I'm not gonna finish that joke. You guys get it. But, wow, I'm just making weird references. I don't even know what to do right now. So, after that, baseball games. Last year, I mentioned mentioned that earlier in the podcast, uh, Friday is going to be the first game. I'm not sure if it's televised. Uh, You said it probably wasn't. I remember from two years ago it was. So, remember Stephen Gonzalez pitched that. I all I know for sure is that the third and fourth games are televised, and I don't think the first two are. But I could be completely off. I mean, I know that the third and fourth are, which could, I could also be wrong with this because I'm wrong about so many things. But I just think I remember hearing this. So <laughs> yeah, this is always like 
stuff we kind of heard and, like, maybe remember. <laughs> like, we saw it on a timeline from a completely unreliable source, and we're just like, yep, all right. Yeah, like, oh, that sounds good. Yeah. We'll say this live for people to, not live, we'll say this on a podcast for people to listen to, of course. Yeah. Just spread misinformation. That's what that happen. <laughs> That's all we do here. Everything we said was a lie. So, that'll happen. Um, I believe uh, Devin Smeltzer goes Saturday. Barrios goes uh, against the Pirates. Well, not the Pirates. He goes up next, and then Kenta Maeda against the yep. Red Sox. So, fun. Yeah. Um, yeah? I will be watching because it's noon, <laughs> and I uh, am at my house, so I am excited. Of, of course you're going to be watching because we're absolute degenerates. Oh, God, I can't <laughs> wait to watch. I will watch all three hours while not leaving the room. It'll be wonderful. <laughs> Precisely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make excuses not to go to class just so I can watch exactly. spring training baseball. <laughs> I'll also overreact to many things. Wow, did you see that? uh pitch there. He left it over the middle. It's almost like he was trying to get the timing on his fastball, but I'm not going to accept that. Dobnak is bad now. That's what I will tweet. Yeah, I remember <laughs> all the reactions when Chase DeYoung got slapped <laughs> by the Orioles last year to start off spring trading. I remember, right. like, wow, these twins suck. <laughs> right. Yes, jumping to conclusions about the overall team in spring training. is Because they're throwing out their 27th prospect. Oh, it's going to be great. <laughs> or some dude that's not even going to make the 40-man roster just gets shelled. Like, Man, this team sucks. Oh, spring training baseball. Yeah, no, I look forward to absolutely. it. Actually, absolutely. I look forward to it for two weeks, and then the rest of there is just painful. Like, we get it. Just go. They're yeah. in shape. Let's go here. <laughs> yeah, like like you said, when it first starts, because, you know, we haven't had baseball in a while, we're mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, this is so good. And then after two weeks, you're like, uh, this is, uh, whatever. Right. It's just, uh, I just, I remember last year, yeah, when I actually, you know, because that's when I started paying attention really a lot because we now get paid to do this for some reason. I don't know how that happened, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, spring training, I'm going to pay really close attention. It was just, all right, well, the week three is, uh, well, Buxton hit another double. He's looking good, but none of this counts. None of this matters. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, we got that. that uh, wow, great stuff. I'm definitely going to edit that one out. Fun. No, you're not. Yes, I actually will. I'm going to make oh, well. that. <laughs> uh, like that. So, we got that to look forward to. Um, yeah, the next time we record, uh, there would have been baseball played, which is fun to say. Oh, wow. It's, it's nice to say that. Um, Are we going to do suppose, a, week, a really long week in review like we used to do about these? Three spring training games. I think that'd be yeah. wonderful. We're going to come out firing with, like, Stephen A. Smith-level hot <laughs> just based on three spring training games. Oh, the Gophers U of M, uh, they, uh, that, they should be the MLB team, not this horrible Twins team. That's what I'm, I'm going to say no matter what the result is. Preposterous. <laughs> twins. Things of that nature. You gotta, yeah, you got to use big words and, like, say them and, like, really an... an, an uh, What's the word? How do I know this word? Enunciate. Enunciate them. Yeah. I knew the word. And it's got to be like, like just yelling. Right. Perpetual. Just be like, these scrubs <laughs> can't play. Exactly. Oh, just blasphemous and all that. Just that oh, word has got to be oh, used ten times. Oh, I love that word so much. Thank you for reminding that word again. Oh, well. Just like, you know that, that like... When someone says something and then it like really angers someone, but it takes them a while to like get started. So like, yes. like you say something, and I'm just like, ah, but <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> it, I think it'd be even funnier on radio than in, if you can like see the facial expression because you have to like imagine what you look like while not being able to speak because you're so just 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 can't even comprehend what I just talked about. That yeah. I said Julie's Chassis will be the fifth starter. Just yeah. insane. You're going to say that, and then you're going to hear me throwing my laptop into my door. It's going to be wonderful, so I look forward to that. Uh, believe we have reached the end. Uh, we got self-promotions. I wrote an article. Uh, it was about my experience as a Twins fan in Washington. So that was a lot of fun to write. I was able to harass my mom to dig up an old photo of me at a Mariners game. So, Yeah. Yeah, you and Nash both have pictures of you guys have kids, but you are you don't even know how uh, 
how far behind you are in the good-looking kid battle when you see mine. But oh <laughs> what a dumb thing to start a fight over. I can't believe it. <laughs> I cannot help myself. Uh, what did I? I wrote about. Oh yes, okay. I wrote about the five players who are in a contract year this year for the Twins. They're the top five, in my opinion. <laughs> cool. I'm glad that took eight years to find. Yes, uh, it was just really uh, Trevor May. Uh, Marwin Gonzalez, who is, uh, I'm going to start, okay, sorry, people are saying Marwin Gonzalez is underpaid, he got two for $21 million, which is very good value for him, he's not underpaid, he didn't get any extra money out of that 2017 season, and I will be not, not be taking arguments against that take. Not well, you're correct. Yep. Nice. <laughs> well, that's good, because uh, we should probably end this, because we don't have much to talk about then, it's a good thing we yeah. start an argument there. Yeah, as we should. We should probably stop doing that, like, we get to the end and then, like, think of something else to argue about for, like, ten minutes. And then they're just like, right. oh, wait, we're at, we're at the end. We probably shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> well, we've done it. I think we're good here. Oh, we've, well, have we ever done it? So, this is the end. I look forward to next week because we'll have actual baseball that still doesn't count what it is baseball, which is an improvement. We're getting there. Anyway, goodbye then. Alright, see ya.